This episode of the Power Bros Movie Reviews is brought to you by Fearless Wandering Productions and our supporters at Patreon.com. Did you know that patrons of the Power Bros Movie Reviews get access to a weekly patron-only bonus show called Movie Chronicles with the Power Bros? They also get early access to our main show. Join today on Patreon.com for these benefits and more. And now, on with the show. In X-Men number 129 in January 1980, The Dark Phoenix made her debut. One of the most well-known extended comic book storylines ever written. It tells the story of Jean Grey, who is faced with having to control her full potential when she is struck by a solar flare and unlocks her unknown powers. Now though this story is popular and considered by most to be one of the greatest ever written, is it really? Does it tell a story that is good, beautiful, and true? In this episode of The Power Bros, we discuss the most recent live-action adaptation of the Dark Phoenix saga, and we talk about female superheroes, the issue of rage and revenge, and how to build a compelling character arc. Welcome back to The Powell Bros Movie Reviews. Uh, I am Tobias Powell, one of your hosts, joined by Trent Powell, your other host. Welcome. How are you doing today, Trent? I'm doing all right. How are you? Doing pretty good. Um, bit tired, but yep. we'll get through this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so we're reviewing X-Men Dark Phoenix, which I think is the last X-Men for a little while. Yeah, for a little um, while. Cause we have, well, so we're not doing Days of Future Past until after the first three X-Men. Is that correct? It's even later timeline. than that, I think. Doesn't it take place in 2023? Well, yeah, it does. But, like, I mean, like... It, we won't do the Days of Future Past until we do the other X Men movies. Yeah, well, yeah, it's definitely after the the other X Men movies. Right. Yeah. Um, so, but so yeah, yeah, we have a little while until we get uh, to yeah, the, the first, first X Men. Well, the yeah, the first X Men movie, I guess, is that might not be that far away actually. Yeah, late nineties, yeah. maybe or early two thousands. I don't know two thousand. I think just two thousand or two thousand one. Okay. Yep. Um, but yeah, X Men Dark Phoenix. This was a very new movie for the X Men. Yep. Yeah, um, very recent. It came so it came out. Uh, it actually came out around the same time as Captain Marvel, which aren't we doing that next week or in two weeks or mm-hmm. That's yeah next week next week yeah yeah. So it came out the same time, and it takes place around the same time too. I mean, just yeah. Huh. Interesting note. Yeah, and both female-led superhero movies. Yeah, this this one, it came out before Disney bought Fox, right? Yeah, yeah. It well, yeah, and it was it well, yeah, because th- this was also after um, Stanley had already died, and when this came okay. out, okay, yeah, so he didn't have any cameos, but I guess. I think I think Disney bought Fox and then they they Disney technically Fox under Disney released the New Mutants like that horror oh, okay. mutant movie, but Dark Phoenix I think came out like right before they sold, so this was oh, okay, the last yeah. of the Fox X Men movies. Yeah, except for okay. when did Logan come out? Because well yeah Logan was before this. Logan was 2019. Okay. All right, I guess we can start with your initial thoughts of the movie. What do you right. think? Yeah, so, what, this is our f- fourth? 
or fifth X-Men movie. I don't even... We've been watching a lot of X-Men. Fifth at least. Yeah, because, well... Yeah, because this is the the third of the... the, I mean, kind of a trilogy. I mean, Days of Future Past kind of fits into this, but, you know, First Class, Apocalypse, this one, and we also did X-Men Origins, so this would be... This would be the the fourth. Math. Something I don't know. I think it's the fourth. Anyways, so... I don't know it followed a lot of the same same formulas as the other ones, um, especially the team up ones. You're you know you're continuing to follow the story arc of Charles and even Eric and um, Raven, and I don't know like it, it's kind of it got old at this point. Like I and I remember when this came out. I don't I didn't even watch it until. Um, I think the first time I saw it was on an airplane, like a couple, like maybe a year ago. <laughs> so it wasn't that long yeah. ago, and I, I just I never watched it. I never really cared to, because it was just kind of the end of a, I think an out over overly stretched out, um, series trilogy of films, and yeah. uh, like I said, they follow a lot of the same formulas. But this one, like, oh, uh, this one had so many problems. I just, yeah. it was for one, it was boring. Uh, I, yeah. the action, there was like very little action and the action that was there was was really lame and some of the, the choreography was uh it was, i mean it was awful yeah um and yeah, I, and some of the cgi not that great either and there just there wasn't a, really a story and there was or there's this lot going on and like you had um you know multiple antagonists if you include like the military men who are just generic military men there's no like clear even leader in that group and then there you have these aliens that are coming to earth and this one lady who has undefined powers and what's jeans powers um and and the, and there's no really un- give they're not telling us why they came or how they came they just happen to show up and there's a solar flare and gene happens to get sucked into it and and then it's just kind of like the story just kind of goes on and you know things happen and there's not really anything there's not really a plot driving the story except for jean's trying to figure out how what's going on with her powers and then she runs away and she finds out charles was lying to her about her father and finds a father her father doesn't want her so she unleashes her power she kills um raven and and then what? Then and then she runs away again and goes to Eric and Eric's like, want, kind of wants to help but doesn't. And then and then she, the the military men come and try to take her, which kind of I don't know. It was just a lot of the movie. I was kind of confused, and it was just it was yeah. Like I said, it's just, there wasn't really a story to follow, and like the third act was was just a complete mess. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't even really know what, what happened. Like I said, the first two acts were okay. Then getting the third act, it's just, just a mess. The pacing was weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's a lot to unpack there that you in just case, uh, went through. In case you didn't but catch, catch what I'm laying down. I, I didn't like this movie, <laughs> but yeah. anyways, I covered a lot. And those are my initial thoughts. What about you? Yeah, yeah no, same. Um, kind of going back to one of the first things you said. I think I think these movies definitely should have just ended with a trilogy. Yep. Um, trilogies work, and there's a reason they work. 
Well, and this and one was you, so weird because you have Days of Future Past, into, which is like out is like kind of a sequel to both First Class and the three X Men movies. Yeah. So it, and then you have the then you have three the the First Class Apocalypse and this one and yeah it, yeah anyways well even if even even just the because I, I I always thought like Apocalypse kind of wrapping up like being like yeah even after Days of Future Past they still have another story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but then you get to this one and it's like their Fox was really milking the X Men and having possession of them absolutely and you can really tell that and um yeah like uh, a lot of their character development also seemed kind of off yeah um one thing I didn't like that I noticed was that um they seemed to be making. Because there's always like a kind of like a weird tension between Xavier and Raven, and mm-hmm. in this movie it was kind of hyped, and they were making uh, Xavier look like the bad guy, and Raven the good guy. Um, yeah, and they're tr- they're like making like what she was doing right, and like how she was seeing how Xavier was like taking control of the X Men or whatever, but it's like no, he's just being a leader. Right. Like, yeah, he's not a perfect leader, but like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he made some mistakes, it, it didn't but make he's... any sense. Yeah. Well, and yeah, Raven and, just... and that's, but that's also kind of part of his character development in the last mm-hmm. movies is he's learning to be a leader. Like he didn't want to be the leader of the X-Men mm-hmm. in the last movies. And, and then you get to this movie and he's, yeah, he's not doing a great job at it, but he's trying to be a leader. Yeah, exactly. But they make it look like he's the bad guy for not being perfect, and then Raven, because we know, like in the other movies, in the other the original X Men trilogy, Raven's the bad guy. She's on the bad team, and right, she goes with Eric. Yeah, yeah, work, like kind of works for Eric. Um, with yeah, it's just yeah, with the timeline, it's just confusing. But um, well, yeah, like this at this movie, she did not care at all about the timeline. Yeah, no. <laughs> like by the end of the movie, it's all. like. This is a completely different movie. Yeah, this I would say this is even a different timeline than the, the timeline they made for Days of Future Past, because I know that at the end of Days of Future Past, uh, oh yeah, Jean Jean Grey is alive and well at yeah. the school, yeah, at the school that Xavier's teaching at, and at the end of this movie, she's dead and Beast is leading the school. And, and Xavier's retired. And, uh, Xavier's like retired, and it's and called it, the it's Jean, called Jean Grey, Grey School. school. <laughs> like, which so, was, yeah, the timeline like that, was that. That is kind of dumb. Like, the, you you name the school after the person who killed Raven. Raven, if you're gonna name it after someone besides Xavier, you should have named it after Raven. Like, even yeah. from the story standpoint, that would have made a lot more sense. And um, I mean, sort of. Okay, I don't know. Maybe not. Like, she did sacrifice herself to save everyone, and. But, but so did Raven, like, and she was trying to do the right thing in, in order and to, in order to sympathize with Jing and whatnot. So anyways, that was weird. That was just a little tangent. Yeah. And then, uh, just, yeah. Motivations in this movie. Like, like so you said, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things going on. None yep. of the motivations for anybody was clear. No, not at I all. I mean, you can kind of you can kind of pick up on it, but a lot of it was like forced with the writing and stuff. And uh, right. like Jean Grey, the re- like she was 
t- she was like turning evil right it's called dark phoenix because she's like supposed to be like a bad guy or like a bad person and uh-huh. he, her motivations were weak like it's because she uh what was it like well because of her well because xavier lied to her about oh her yeah past. It, yeah, because Xavier lied to her about the, her past, which yeah. she ends up forgiving him in the end. For that, well, yeah, and that was kind of fine, like, but just, yeah, just because he was, yeah, she, was she, a, she, she was just mind. and it was just like thrown it off. She's like, "I forgive you." Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. Um, the other thing was like that her dad was scared of her, so she took a huge offense to that, and she already knew uh, that. Like that was the thing. Like, I, yeah, that was really dumb. And like. So like so it's those two things. The Xavier lied to her, which he was doing to protect her because yeah. he knew that if she held on to that, then she would go crazy. Oh, I guess never and... mind. Sorry, she didn't know that, but she, she later on when Xavier kind of spoke to her, like or she went into Xavier's mind, she already knew that her dad didn't want her. She knew that he had abandoned her. Yeah. Like, why is why was that the? I mean, I guess it's because Xavier cared. Well, obviously he cared. Like obviously he did it for a reason. Like th- this shouldn't be a surprise to her, right? And and then but, you know. and then yeah, and then her dad's uh, scared of her. It's like, well, yeah, you were like a monster. Like you were just you were <laughs> like a possessed person. <laughs> yeah. Like of course, of course, uh, he's gonna be scared of you. Like should he have like abandoned you? No, but for you to for that to be your two motivations to go completely crazy and basically try to de- destroy everything that's a little much yeah it was <laughs> and then uh and then like her final draw was like when she went to uh magneto and he didn't want her there and then he did want her there but like his uncertainty of her like all was like her final draw <laughs> it's like very very weak yeah <laughs> yeah uh, yeah eric and eric's motivations were like yeah he wants to kill her because she found out that he she killed raven without even asking like what like what happened like was it an accident or whatever he's like no i'm gonna kill her now it's like okay yeah <laughs> I, I, I mean they had that whole like he had that spiel about take about revenge and vengeance and you know that, that he's always been driven towards it and it's never satisfied him um and, and so it, it kind of makes sense with this character that he would want to take revenge on her but there isn't much reason for us to believe that he actually is going to and uh, even from this standpoint movie standpoint they don't and, really yeah. establish any of these relationships very well like they're rely like and this is one thing that does bother me about like some sequels is that you rely so much on the previous movies that you forget to develop these characters or give these even just give these characters some character and i think it just gets really problematic like even uh was it there was one relation there was one kind of relationship i mean maybe it was gene no and i mean gene and what's um his face cyborg or um that's his hero name isn't it um oh, red, red eyes talking about red eyes her boyfriend I have no idea who who's the laser eyes oh oh uh i don't know Cycl- wait what's his yeah, superhero cyclops. name cyclops. cyclops i said cyborg yeah uh, I mean. yeah cyclops anyways yeah. um 
that wasn't it. There was like another relationship in the movie that like wasn't really well established in the movie itself, and then, but we're supposed to care about mm-hmm. it. Can't remember. Anyways, yeah. Well, yeah. Magneto's a good example of that, and and mm-hmm. like the, when he when they when he came into the movie, like halfway through it, the movie, it, it yeah, it was very clear. It was like you're you know this guy, you know everything you need to know about him, and uh, basically he's a grumpy guy that abandoned all his friends and started yeah. his own little community. Right. Like that's and it, that was so, it was so forced. And I also felt like a lot of like his motivations throughout this movie were very off compared to like his the other movies. Yep. And he uh, and like his character development through those movies, and none of it worked. And it just and they it's the just, thing. Uh, he's he's yeah, all he's always all of it. yeah. He's about um, letting mutants be themselves. Use don't be ashamed of your powers use them to the best of your ability and all these things be yourself like that's kind of been his, his big thing mm-hmm. and like even even though you're going to be ousted 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 you're going to be um you know um you're going to be rejected by society you know people are going to hate you people are going to make fun of you um and, but but he he invites them in and like they, they he, you you meet him and he's with this community of people of, of mutants that are just kind of living their own lives left alone. He even says that the U S government government gave them, um, that land so they can just have their own community. Um, so they're all about, he's mm-hmm. all about that. And like mutants sticking together. And then he finds out that Gene killed, um, Raven, which he had already abandoned Raven. It's like, he had already gone off on his own away from her. So <laughs> anyways, um, he, so he's all about that. And then he finds out, she killed her, so now he's gonna go kill Raven or kill Jean. It's like, but she was doing exactly what you want her to do, and she's been out. She's been an outcast now. She she's been rejected by everyone. So if if you're consistent, you would bring her in and let her live in that community and and be herself. Um, but no, he goes off. He's like, I'm gonna kill her, and 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 obviously Beast like I. I Beast's motivations made sense for the most part, you know, because they established like that relationship, you know, she was wanting to run away, but he told her no. And, or I can't remember. I think he said no, but you know, he, you know, they, you, you they had some, some character there that were, they were, and yeah. they were help, they were giving us reason to sympathize with him. Um, when he lost her, when she died. And, and so him, him going to Eric made sense and, um, knowing, and, and, but then he's like, I know you're going to, you, I know that you would, be willing to kill her. So that's why I'm coming to you. So, so he understood Eric's motivations more than, than we did, I guess. <laughs> there are mm-hmm. a lot of things that even in this movie where it's like, I, the characters made decisions. Um, and I just, I didn't believe it. Like, I, I don't, I don't believe you that you're actually going to make that decision or that you actually care. Cause we're not given us reason to care or to, to believe mm-hmm. that you actually care, which, um, which happens a lot in movies where, the 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 directors the the writers just us assume that we're going to care about this character and their decisions that they make without actually giving us a reason to to care um it's the same thing with just you know in just human characters just just people in general that that we get that we meet that we know it's like we we have to 
um, we make human decisions and we make, um, we make character decisions every day, you know, and, but there's motivations, there's reasons, there's history there. There's, um, there's a past that has led us to where we are and led us to where, to, um, us making that, wanting to make that decision, needing to make that certain decision. And when you're making a movie, like, I know you only have a short amount of time to help give us reason to care about this character or to understand the motivations of the character. But a lot of times movies will just skip over that and just assume that because this character lost someone, because this character is angry, like we should feel sympathy towards them. We should, we should feel what they're feeling. But, you know, a lot of times we just don't because you've not given us reason to care. You're not given us reason to understand this person's motivations and, and what they're doing, why, why they're doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. And so I saw, I felt like, I felt that a lot during this movie. It's like, yeah, I don't like, I've seen these characters for three movies now, except for like Gene and, and uh, Cyclops. But, but for the most part, I've seen them a bunch and um, I don't know. It's just kind of frustrating and confusing when they're not giving us, um, yeah, reasons to care about these characters. Anyways, yeah. that's my tangent. Yeah. And then we got the, the actual villains of the movie, which were those alien people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you had already mentioned a bit about them. One thing about them, they weren't really present most of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, they kind of teased them for a second in the very beginning, which was just weird. It was just... Yeah. Like, this, they were just on Earth all of a sudden and killed a few people and transformed into them into their likeness and then we don't see them again for quite a while probably till at least the second act and um i don't remember what they did in that that part but but yeah then we don't really see them again till till the end till the big fight and that's when we kind of learn who they were the whole time and what their motivation was. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was just... It's very weak. And very weak writing there. Definitely. Yeah, they're just pretty generic villains. Generic aliens that came from another universe. Yeah. And we don't and know anything never, about them. They never really posed a real threat either. No. Like, um, they weren't, like, trying to destroy the world or anything. Uh their motive their well i guess they were i think they do say it once they just say that they uh are trying to uh they decide that they'll take over the world with the powers of the phoenix if uh if uh gene can't control the yeah. the power or whatever which right and then they'll really use it to take over either. the world yeah. yeah, which doesn't make much sense either. Why don't you just take it anyway? You know, why does she have to be able to control it? Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, so you're gonna u- you're gonna use her to to take over the world, or you're just not <laughs> gonna take over the world if she can use it? <laughs> right. It, it none of it made sense. They were very just a strange villain, really. Like it just didn't make sense to have them. Um, I felt like that they could have just made gene be the bad guy you know because like that's kind of what they were going with in this movie for a while and then she could have like her redemption or whatever 
mm-hmm. um, like a good guy gone rogue and then comes back. Like that's that can be a good story, um, which which is essentially what they did with her. But at that point, you don't really need a villain, like because they become their own villain, right? And then, but you have these weird aliens, and then I feel like maybe they were just to like to have like some fight scenes and stuff. But even then, I don't know. That doesn't well, that yeah, make sense and, either and because they can have plenty of fight scenes without them. Right. And the, yeah, their powers are not well defined and they're yeah, bulletproof, no. I guess. And, like, there's no, like, they don't really show yeah, their they weaknesses. Have, like, no, they have, like, no physicality at all. Right. Other than being there. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. Any powers that are used against them never really worked. And basically, the their only weakness was uh, Gene's powers from from the solar flare or whatever. Yeah. And did they even like explain the connection between the solar flare and and the aliens coming? Like, did they bring it, or was them entering? They the said universe? they they were saying it was like uh, basically it had a, a mind of its own, and they were just following it. Oh yeah, that was it. They were just following it. Okay. Like, I don't know why, but. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, Gene happens to be up there in space. And, and then, get yeah. Sucked into they, it. They were, I, I think they said they were following it and observing it, and then they saw it go into Gene. And yeah. so they're like, oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> right. And then at that point, that's when they decide, okay, we want this power now. But they but throughout the movie they make it seem like they always wanted the power of the the solar flare stuff or whatever it was yeah. and they decided to just follow it in space until it found Jane which yeah none of that makes sense yeah exactly so yeah i don't know it was it was odd yeah um and they were the they were just a they were put into the story just to really, I guess, kind of move the plot along. It was for, it was for Jean, but not really because then Jean. Well, because once Jean turns good, then she needs someone to, to fight, and they've been kind of trying to. They've been trying to steal her power, which even then it's mm-hmm. like, it's not defined. So, so is that lady villain the only one that can actually take the power? Like, why was she all of a sudden able, like when they at the end the last fight? Like, why was she able to like take it and then and then she's like okay you can have all my power and gives it to her and then it goes up into space and then they blow up or something yeah I don't which know. is really weird and then she dies like that yeah. didn't i mean okay it makes sense because she's a phoenix okay so she the phoenixes die and rise from the ashes like okay i guess but she didn't like actually they didn't show her alive they have showed that little phoenix in the sky mm-hmm. i don't know what that was about i guess yeah. she's alive but not i don't know because what did she say in her speech at the end? Like, you know, I'll, I'm here, I but gone, I'm not but here. Always, oh, yeah. I may be gone, but I'll always but live on through. I'll always be here. Or the X-Men. Yeah. Like, I'm gone, but I'm here. Right. It was weird. Yeah. And, and it, yeah. And like I said, it made no sense because of Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. uh, which is supposed to be the timeline that this is. Uh, Right. 
she's alive and well there so yeah but we'll never know that whole we will never know this whole timeline is dead so yep <laughs> yeah no and no end credit scenes or anything yeah no end credit scenes they were just um, they were they were done get, yeah. get this movie <laughs> out and move on yeah um, it was... yeah because yeah i just felt like the whole movie i'm like i'm asking myself like hey where's the story going like what's what's going on like what 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 are they what are they what story are they trying to tell what like what 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 is what's the plot here and mm-hmm. it's just kind of it's just kind of a mess and then they and then you even throw in the mil the military and like which like i said it was very generic there wasn't like a like one guy leading it as there usually is like usually it's like striker or someone yeah. but just generic military men who come in and then capture the x-men and because of gene because gene unleashed her power they all of a sudden don't like the x-men and so they need to arrest them and take them to the mutant containment facility again we've already done this before we're doing it again um and it was was, once again just to move the story along yeah and to kind of i think like to kind of get them all together yeah and um yeah but it's yeah it's it was done in like every other x-men movie right in this in this series of x-men movies (laughs) pretty much (laughs) it's like not even talking about the other ones uh yeah interesting yeah I don't really have a whole lot more to say. I, I know, you know, another thing that, of course, bugged me was Mis- uh, Mystique or Raven's little, little spiel about uh, <laughs> yeah. the women always saving the men, and you should you should change the name to X Woman instead of X Men. It's like <laughs> that was really dumb. First of all, I mean, just from the the, the point of view of the X Men and why it's called X Men, it's it's just a generic name like it's not it's it's not like a specific gender necessarily it's like x like human like it's Mm. it's just the x-men you know it's just like it's not necessarily saying because because there's always been women in x-men in the x-men there's in fact there's a lot of women and usually they're like you know kind of overpowered women um like 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 um you know the the phoenix um well gene gray yeah so anyways that was kind of dumb they just had to had to throw that in there yeah and then they kind of just made uh they made a lot of the men wimps in this movie oh yeah absolutely and and then well yeah made all the all the women the leaders and the the heroics and the smart ones yeah well even going back to what you were saying about xavier and how he didn't really do anything wrong like he was just being a leader and yeah he made some mistakes but you know he was doing what was best and what was right and and yet at the end he's the one that has to apologize he's the one that's that's in the wrong and you know gene just needed to let out all her um her rage and her frustration and her anger (laughs) and 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 her power allowed her to do that yeah and and she didn't really like I guess okay. So the lesson she learned was that her family's been there all along, like in the X Men. That's her family now. Mm-hmm. It's no longer like because her parents, her father abandoned her. So it's like okay, that's she had to learn that. Okay, that's that's fine. Um, but it wasn't like there was much of a fault in herself. You know, it was just her powers that were 
making her do this or well her her trauma and her past um is what you know was you know what led her to unleash her powers and so she needs to learn how to control control her rage and that's kind of one thing that i think her and eric were dealing with because eric she was talking about how eric how did or asking eric how he learned to control his powers and then he was talking about the the thing about vengeance and how you know never really satisfied him um and he kind of eventually realized that but yeah so that that was that was it like it wasn't like i don't know i'm not sure if there was really much of a flaw in her yeah necessarily well yeah it was yeah i mean i would say it was that she yeah she didn't see because she did okay she didn't apologize but she forgave charles Mm -hmm. for lying to her because she realized he was doing the right thing right uh by trying to protect her but then again it's like still kind of saying that charles that because for her to have to forgive him then Mm -hmm. he was in the wrong but he was being a leader and protecting and um um but yeah i think she i think she did come to a point where she understood that uh yeah he didn't go about things perfectly but he but uh he was trying to protect her and he did care about her and and that was kind of the point where she also realized that they're their uh her family including charles and like she does care about charles and mm-hmm. um uh so i think just her kind of learning that they are her family and they even though they're not perfect uh they care about her and so i think that that was kind of the overall thing that she had to overcome in the end uh and and in the dark night of the soul too, um, mm-hmm. that's what she had to realize, and that's then that's when she sacrificed herself and stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, man, I don't I don't have a whole lot more to say. Um, some of the, I know CGI. I feel like there were there were a handful of scenes that were that didn't look very good, that definitely kind of stood out like a sore thumb. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, CGI just overall. It it's just like typical modern CGI. Mm-hmm. It just you just know it's CGI. Like you just <laughs> right. it's just there in your face. Yeah. Uh, it's like uh, distracting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess uh, yeah, I guess it wasn't even the music. I never even. I never, I never noticed it actually. Um, the score. I I noticed it a couple times. It, it it was pretty decent. Yeah. Like I think that's one thing that these movies have done well is, um, yeah, just been pretty decent scores. <laughs> yeah. Um, nothing sure. that's distracting and you know it kind of plays on plays on the emotions a little bit and. You know, and 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 builds tension where where it's needed. Uh, so, yeah, most for the mm-hmm. most part, for sure, decent. Yeah. And then we had all the same cast and act and actors. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, there's a few people that were new, the villains or whatever. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like uh, Jennifer Lawrence was kind of the same in this one as she was the last one too. Right, and and then she, she didn't gets really killed off up. like really early. Which yeah, wasn't 
wasn't expecting it and it was kind of I mean once yeah. again it was just for the to move the plot along yeah I mean we were given yep. we were for the most part given reasons to care especially like I said with her relationship with Beast and and how they were considering leaving everything behind and you know mm-hmm. leaving Charles yeah, that, and like that's a, that's a point where like having exit uh no, Xavier. Um, Magneto in the movie earlier, instead of just putting him in there after she dies, mm-hmm. to like like he should have been there, uh, at least been with her at some point in the movie to make right. it a little more emotional for him when we see like that he finds out that she died, you know, like they could have like put a scene in the very beginning of the movie where. Uh, I don't know, where they were just getting along, having a good time, and then she dies, like, away from him, and then he finds out, and then that even just that one little thing would give bring so much more emotion to him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but they didn't do anything like that, so I don't know. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I think we pretty much went over everything. Any, any, anything good from this movie? It <laughs> <laughs> uh, really wasn't much. Like I said, like, I mean, the, the first two acts were all right, but then once you get to the third act, it's just, it's kind of a mess. And at one point I yeah. thought the movie was like getting to an end, like her, when she, uh, oh yeah, when she was, you know, um, talking with Xavier or when she, Xavier was in her mind or she was in Xavier's mind, um, it kind of felt like, like that was going to be the, like the climax. Um, but yeah. then there was a whole bunch more, like you're, you know, fighting off the generic villains and get and then the X-Men yeah. Uh, escaping the train and and whatnot yeah and this was actually not a super long movie it was, it was an hour under 50. two hours yeah. yeah hour 50 which is pretty short for a superhero movie especially with that many characters true and yet it was still super boring yeah it was felt slow pacing was just bad pacing was so bad and and even like i mean our review of it like there what there's not a whole lot to go over because it was the whole plot was like just uh being forced after forced after forced after forced and so when you just have that there's not much like especially when you don't have much good to talk about it right and then even the bad is just kind of like this is it like this is what you're getting pretty much yeah well i think uh i've covered just about everything yeah. So there's not yeah, much. Yeah, so if uh if you guys want to support our show, you can support us on Patreon. Uh we do a an after hours show there where we talk about uh Stanley cameos and and credit scenes uh typically. Uh, I know this one is another exception to that. Um but we'll talk about other stuff and there's some some stuff about Stanley relating to this that we'll talk about. And then we'll just talk some of the latest stuff in Hollywood and movies coming out and and uh, things that have come out and just uh, talking the latest in movies. And yeah, you can find us on Patreon and listen to that there uh, for uh, just $5 a month and, and help keep this show going. Yep. All right, so rating for this movie... Um, 
I, I haven't even written one down. I didn't. I was going to wait to do it right yeah, now. <laughs> I, I, I'm realizing that sometimes it's more helpful after talking through it with yeah uh, with you to kind of come up with a score. Cause I, like, I, I, I also didn't write mine down, and but yeah. I was kind of in thinking through it and um because i because what we did wolf x-men origins wolverine was a 5.1 mm-hmm. and i feel like the only thing that one had going forward that this one didn't was just a, a plot a story that was you know for the most part straightforward it had it had i mean that movie had so many problems um and but this one too and there wasn't much redeemable about this movie and i think i would put this movie lower than x-men origins um okay. so i'm thinking oh. 4.8 that's kind of where i've landed yeah uh, I yeah i was wondering if you'd put it below x-men origins i yeah i don't really i didn't i'd be more likely to watch x-men origins again totally versus this movie <laughs> yeah so yeah, yeah i think because yeah, what do we what do we give yeah. punisher 1.9 oh yeah okay so so maybe four point eight is a little too generous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe three point eight or yeah, even closer to three. You want to do like three point seven? Yeah, I think that's a good score. That's a generous score because, like I said, there's just there's not much going for this movie. There's not much that's redeemable about it. Yeah, um, it's yeah, not as no, as bad sure. a, of a movie as say The Punisher was or uh, Howard the Duck. Um, but it's still pretty, pretty bad movie. Yeah. Yeah. Howard the Duck and Punisher had, uh, more things than just, um, just bad writing and bad Mm -hmm. acting and stuff like that. It had a lot more than that. And this, this movie was, was more structured. Right. Even than those two movies and, uh, had more going for it for sure. So definitely. All right. Yeah. I say 3.7. Not bad. Yep. Well, no, it is bad. It's very bad. That's what yeah, so at. it is. It is. We. This is our fourth X-Men. Yeah. So this one would be I, the, I the thinking, lowest. Of, wait, would we do Apocalypse? What was Apocalypse's score? 6.1. Okay, yeah. So this, Apocalypse was definitely better. Because it had, I mean, it had, it was bland like these other movies, but it had, like, mm-hmm. actual, uh, it had some redemption and, Yep. And a very evident bad guy and mm-hmm. and the killing of the bad guy and all that stuff. So Right. And yeah, some better character development. Yeah, so our next movie is Captain Marvel. So this this movie took place in nineteen ninety five, right? Oh or, man, I I don't know. Yeah, it's somewhere. Oh no, nineteen ninety three, I think. Nineteen ninety three, okay. I think it was. All I remember was and the then, blockbuster. It was ninety, probably nineties. <laughs> oh, oh, you're talking about. Oh, um, sorry, you say Captain I was Marvel. About, yeah, yeah, I was talking about Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix took place in nineteen ninety three, and then Captain Marvel takes place in yeah, like ninety five or something like that. Got it. Yeah, that sounds and about right. I'm thinking about it. I think X Men is the next movie. No, no. Blade and then X Men. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, I can't wait till so, Blade. So we're not too far from another X Men movie. Okay. <laughs> there's so, so many X Men movies though. There's a lot, and we. Well, I mean, we've covered almost half. Yeah, most of them we took. We've 
covered already. So yeah. they, but they, so they are a lot more scattered. Right. And uh, for for this season, season one, there's a lot of X Men movies. Season two, I don't think there's any X Men movies. Maybe one. Maybe one or maybe one or two in in the twenty plus movies that we're going through. Okay. Yeah. And this one has seven, eight, at least eight. Right. I think eight. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, something like that. Well, I'm gonna close out. Well, thanks everyone for listening to another episode. There wasn't really much for this one, um, but we uh, I think we definitely unpacked it um, as much as we could, and it was a boring movie. Uh, was not much redeemable about it, and sometimes that's how movie some movies are, and um, and people just yeah creators forget how to tell stories and that's what we're trying to reveal and unpack and 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 give credit where credit is due um but uh help help us understand what what makes a good story and uh what makes a bad story so so it was fun as always and look forward to next week so thank you all for for listening thank you all right we're out